Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Live, Love, and Eat show. My name is Benedine Otto. I'm a certified transformational nutrition coach. I'm also an EFT practitioner, and I am the managing editor of a magazine called the Live, Love, and Eat magazine. Now, our special guest today is Claire Ketchum. And Claire Ketchum is a certified health coach through the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. She's also a certified transformational nutrition coach through the Institute of Transformational Nutrition. And she is the creator of the Peaceful Eating Method. She's also the host of the Stress-Free Weight Loss Community. Now, she teaches women who are tired of struggling to stick to a healthy diet how to identify and remove the eating well blockers so that they can eat well with ease and, and finally reach and maintain their feel-good weight and feel confident and happy in their own skin. Welcome, Claire. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Glad to be here. So, Claire, I'm so excited for you to be here today. Um, but before we go into our topic for today, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about your story, because I know every, you know, everybody has a story. And tell us a little bit, how did you get started in your career? Okay, sure. So, like a lot of people, um, sort of a common thing is I gained some, some weight in college. And when I graduated from college, I started sort of really trying to work on losing that weight. And that sort of just be, was the beginning of the never ending diet cycle. And I was just constantly either on a diet or thinking that I should be on a diet and, you know, criticizing myself and judging myself and then, you know, getting really excited about this diet and then falling off two, three days later. And I just didn't understand why I couldn't. Like I was, you know, pretty focused in all the other areas of my life, but I just like couldn't get this together. Um, and then I was introduced to the book, um, Woman, Food, and God by Janine Roth. And that was my first introduction to mindful eating. And, so, and that was like, you know, just that whole concept where you just listen to what your body wants and you slow down and you listen to your hunger signals and you don't have to focus on it exactly what you're eating you just have to you know listen to what your body is asking for and that was a like so i just at that moment i said i was never gonna diet again and i like went full on i did all this research into mindful eating and i loved it um and that's when i got certified for the first time through institute of integrating nutrition and so i was really like learning more about like how to upgrade my nutrition and then all of a sudden i stopped doing mindful eating. And so I was struggling to be consistent with it. And so I knew how to eat really, really well because I'd gone, you know, I was a health coach uh, and I knew that mindful eating worked, but I still was struggling to be consistent with it. And so then I went to the, that's when I went to my second health coaching school, the Institute of Transform, Transformative Nutrition. And that's where I learned about um, EFT. And that's the emotional freedom technique, which I know you do as well and that you love as well. And that was sort of the missing piece for me um, because I sort of along the way through that course learned that stress was sort of the main reason that I was sort of falling off my diet, even though I knew it made me feel better. I, and I knew that mindful eating worked and, and I wasn't being consistent with any of it. And so I learned how that using the emotional freedom technique to help me keep my stress 
in line was really the key to helping me stay on track um, with what I wanted to do, what was making me feel great. Um, and so that was sort of like how I got from being this person who was just constantly on a diet to then being a mindful eater, then to being someone who could actually do it consistently. <laughs> so that was sort of my a very short uh, intro to my little journey. <laughs> or my, like actually, not little, it was like a 25 year journey. <laughs> Long time. I love that. I love the work that you are doing. Um, so I want to, I want to go to, uh, I want to talk about restrictive diets. Um, so, okay. you know, we all know that, um, you know, people go on restrictive diets and it lasts about three days or two days. And then people just fall off the wagon and they just mm -hmm. you know say i'll just start monday again and then they start monday again and then three days in and then they fall off again um now i know that you discovered the key to sustainable weight loss and you know to stay on track can you tell us a little bit more about that sure so i sort of describe it um i call it the chronic stress loop and it's that something in your life is there's some sort of a stressor in your life and that could be something that happened that day or it could be something that maybe happened in your past or it could be something more maybe like a chronic thing like maybe you have an illness um you know or maybe you know raising children can sort of sometimes feel like a constant stress of <laughs> juggling your schedule those types of things which are sort of um can be sort of ongoing stresses and so when that's when you get to the point your body always wants to be in a relaxed state and so for people who sort of look to dieting to, um, they'll, their default habit is to eat food to soothe that stress. And that's sort of a pattern that they've developed over the years. So if, if I looked back, I had always been eating to soothe my stress. Um, so when I would go on these diets, I would be really excited and really motivated, but when my stress would get elevated, that habit would kick in and that craving to eat the food would overpower any conscious decision that I had made that time. I had discovered, I don't know, you're frozen, can you hear me? Yes, I can. I'm not sure. <laughs> I can, I can, I'm not sure, I'm gonna keep on talking assuming that you can hear me. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. Um, so that you have that stress, but if you can say, okay, I'm having this desire to eat. I'm not hungry. Um, what do I really need instead? And so then you figure out what that is. So maybe it's that, you know, you need more sleep or maybe it's that you need a little bit more fun in your life because you're using that food to soothe some boredom or whatever your stressor is. Um, what can you put into place to do instead of eating that food? Um, and so that's sort of like the first step of it is actually like, breaking that habit of using food to soothe that stress because your your body wants to be in a relaxed state so if food is the quick and, quickest and easiest way to accomplish that for you and if that's just easy for your body to signal for you to do right so those little thoughts like oh i'll start again on monday or a little won't hurt or it's someone's birthday I, it would be rude like all those little thoughts that help us justify why it's okay to eat the food that's 
our subconscious thoughts driving us to eat the food because our body wants to lower that stress. So if we can lower that stress in a way that doesn't involve eating, um, you know, that's the first step. And then using the emotional freedom technique is, of course, my, my favorite way to lower stress <laughs> for any situation. It's amazing. Uh, but that's sort of the general, um, you know, sort of the steps that I, that I walk my clients through to help them. Um, and obviously there's all sorts of, I call them eating well blockers. Um, so it's the daily stresses, it's the thoughts, it's the beliefs. And then there are sometimes past events that are driving those thoughts and belief. And when we can ever cover those with EFT, you know, that can help us root those out and lower those stresses so that when a stress does happen, we're already at a lower level. And so we're better able to respond versus automatically just grabbing that handful of M&Ms or whatever it is, right? Yeah, I love that. that. I love that, you, you know, the emotion that comes with eating that food you know, um, what emotion comes up. And I also know that you use EFT uh, tapping. So can you tell us a little bit about what is EFT tapping? Sure. So what EFT tapping is, it's, it's similar to acupuncture in the sense that you're tapping on meridian points that send a relaxation signal to your body. So even if you're talking about something that's very stressful um, that happened throughout the day or a stressful thing that's occurring on a regular basis, even if you're saying that those things out loud, if you're tapping on the points, you're sending a relaxation signal to your body. So what happens is you can sort of work through these emotions and you can feel that stress decreasing in your body. And that's why EFT is so powerful because a lot of times people are like, just focus on the positive. Like, don't, you know, don't worry about the negative. But the reality is like we have stress in our life and EFT is just a really great way to process it and release it so that we do, we can bring our body back into a relaxed state um, versus, you know, telling your mom and then your sister and then your best friend and then five coworkers, you know, so that's just increasing your stress. Whereas if you just like, okay, you know, I'm going to talk to this one person about it because I really feel like they're going to help me decrease that stress, but I know that the emotional freedom technique is what I need to do to release it. Um, and some people don't care for it, but in general, most people love it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love EFT tapping and I mean, I use that with my clients as well and you can see so much, just a change, you know, in the emotion overall. Um, and yeah. I just, yeah, I just, I can talk about EFT tapping all day with you. Yeah. Um, so, um, so do you, you, oh, you're back, you're back. You, should tell. I'm like, you should tap on that. <laughs> and no, I think that's should... really, um, <laughs> <laughs> is there so many different ways to tapping yeah right definitely because there's so many different ways to do it so when we talk about eating well blockers like depending on what the block is and depending on how like if it's more I call them like I have like level one level two and level three so like the level one is for those ones that are more obvious and so just like a quick tapping is really going to help you with that but if you have something that's been going on for like 10 15 years like you're going to need to do like a little bit like a deeper level type of tapping and so that's what's it's neat is because you know you can really dig down into the sort of the roots of the problem um with a really simple technique or you can just release like sort of 
very um, more simple surface level stresses. Uh, and it works equally as well on both. It just might take a little bit more time to do, like work on the deeper stuff. Yeah, I love that. Um, so, Claire, um, I know you mentioned that, um, uh, you know, that you uh, um, created a method called the peaceful eating method. Um, mm -hmm. And by the time that people will listen to this podcast, it will be already, you know, launched. Can you tell us a little bit about that? You know, what are you covering this method and for who is this method? You know, um, can you tell us a little bit about, about that? Sure. So it's really for people who are just tired of not being able to stick to a healthy diet. And what I help them is I help them work th through and discover their, the three levels, their personal eating well blockers, because everyone's are different uh, because they're based on our past experiences and our current experiences. And nobody, uh, and a lot of it is those thoughts and how we react to our current experience and, and our past experiences. Um, so in the eight weeks, we started, we start with level one because those are the easiest, right? And so we help identify those. And then we work through some strategies um, to release those, obviously tapping being one of them. Um, and then we do work on cravings separately because um, if you're trying to stick to a healthy eating plan and there is a specific food that you just find it really, really hard to say no to, no matter like what your stress level is, it's just like you want it. Um, the thing about cravings is cravings are usually come from a really happy memory and we're trying to recreate it with the food. And so there's a very specific tapping technique um, that's a little bit different that teaches you how to get to the root of a sort of a, the happiness of, of the craving and sort of, um, we call it like scooping the love out of it and taking the love out of the food, right? Um, and so that helped that like, you can go from wanting to eat the whole, for me, it was always candy. Like I'm like a gummy candy kind of a person. And so I would want to eat the whole bag. And then like by the end of a 40 minute um, cravings tapping meditation, I would, my craving would be a, a zero. And so to go from something that you craved your whole life, like really intensely to being able to be, just pass on it without stressing about it, without worrying about it, just really not wanting it in 40 minutes, it's pretty miraculous. <laughs> like, it's pretty like amazing as far as I'm concerned. So that's definitely um, a huge part of it. Um, and then we move on to the level two blockers, which are the subconscious thoughts and the beliefs that drive us um, to abandon our healthy eating goals. They, so they, those are those excuses that we um, have on autopilot that help us make the decisions to say, oh, well, forget the diet. Um, even though like I have all these great reasons to do it, you know, these subconscious thoughts, they're they're hardwired into our brain and they're gonna make they're gonna we're gonna follow those versus what we consciously want every time so how do we rewire those thoughts so that's sort of the second part of it and then the third part is is um sort of diving into those level three which are the past events where those thoughts and beliefs were created and those were usually things that happened to us early in our childhood or maybe sort of late teens early 20s depending on how old you are uh, but those are things that um, you know, have been hanging around for a really long time. Um, and when we can start to uncover those and see the connection between you know, our behavior now and something that happens, you know, maybe when we were five, because you probably wouldn't ever think that something that, that happened at five is causing you to eat, you know, the burger and fries that you said you weren't going to eat. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, that's a, like that's a really long leap, right? And so that's why we sort of save that to the end because it takes a little bit of a little bit of a deeper uh, dive into that. So that's sort of like the progression of the peaceful eating method. So by the end, you're sort of really aware of your eating well blockers. Now you might not have gotten to the point where they're all gone in eight weeks, obviously, but you definitely would have all of the tools and all of the knowledge to move forward um, to sort of continue working on that as you go along. So that's sort of the, 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 the goal is so that eating well just becomes something that you could easily do versus something that you're constantly struggling and constantly thinking about. Um, and so that is the, the goal of the program. I love that. I, I really, really love that because like I said before, you know, the emotions, uh, you know, find the root cause and then work from there. Um, and I just, I love that. I can't wait to see, you know, what people are thinking of your, um, your new method. Um, now, um, our last question will be, what three tips will you give somebody or someone who is struggling to live healthy? I think if you're struggling um, to live healthy, I think the first thing is to look at your stress. Because mm -hmm. to me, that's the root of everything. Mm -hmm. uh, and there are people who would say something else, but for me personally, if you are if you have these stressors in your life, um, you know, even if you just looked at your level one stressors and you didn't sort of dive into the two and three, you'd still be able to eat healthier if you were in a relaxed state. Um, so to me, that's really the, the number one thing. And, and what sometimes people don't realize is that, you know, emotions like feeling bored or lonely can like, it's just, it makes you feel anxious. It makes you feel unsettled in your body. So sometimes people are like, well, I'm not stressed you know, but I go home every night and eat a bag of cookies. Okay. Well, you might not say stress, you might not be associated, but every time you just don't feel settled or you don't feel totally comfortable in your body, that's a sign that you're out of balance. And there's something that, that, and it's maybe has nothing to do with food. Like maybe what you need to do is join a club so that you feel more socially connected and that's going to lower your stress. I was just talking to a friend and she said that this guy, um, which is great that his uh, therapist recommended him starting a hobby. And he, you know, and he came in this session and he said, Oh, like everything is, um, you know, my, my marriage is horrible. My job is horrible. And all I do is take my kids to their sports. And then he started this hobby and he came back six months later and everything was great. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, sometimes like what you think you need is not what you need. Um, and another client that I've just started to work with, um, she's like, my life is really boring. And she's thinking that, that she just needs to tone her body. And I'm like, that's not what you need. Like you, you're, you know, stomach being a little bit more toned is not going to make you happy. Um, and so she just feels like she felt very stifled at her work. So I was like, so like her homework was to find a creative outlet. Um, and maybe create a side hustle and make some extra money because she was also stressed about her finances. So it's like, these are the things that you really need to look at. And it's, and yes, the food is important and the quality of the food you're doing, but some of these other things are actually sometimes more important because I think most people who have been dieting for a really, really long time, they already know what they should be eating, what they shouldn't be eating. Yeah, that's and it's these little 
changes, you know, that you can start to identify that are going to make you be able to stick to your healthy eating plan more than it's, you know, I just have to work harder. Right. So I don't know if that's really three, but <laughs> I mean, that, so I it's laugh that, uh, I mean, that is just, yeah, laugh, laugh, laugh that. Yeah. 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 So I think that, and if people are looking for, um, like I do have a, um, like a Pinterest account. So if boredom is, is one of your, um, is it, it's for a lot of people. I just did a challenge, um, in my Facebook group and I would say at least half of the people said that boredom was one of their top uh, level one stressors. And so I do have a board in on Pinterest called boredom busters. And there's all sorts of different suggestions on hobbies and, you know, date free, like cheap date nights and, you know, family fun and all sorts of different ways to sort of just get out there and do other stuff. Um, because I think, think that a lot of times what we're creating is connection and we're using that food instead of what we really want is to, yeah. you know, maybe be more satisfied at our job or have like more satisfying relationships. Um, so that, that is another resource that people could check out if they're looking to sort of up level their, uh, <laughs> their uh, life you know, to make yeah, it more, more fun. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I will link that, um, you know, uh, down in this podcast as well. So people can go and see, you know, what, um, what is on there and get some great ideas. Yeah. Yeah. And none of them are mine, by the way. <laughs> I just sort of, I just created the board. I've actually, I probably should make one because I've now I have so many ideas, but I actually haven't written any of them, but there's so many people out there with so many great ideas. Um, and so I just, I am the curator. Of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. So it was so lovely to have you today um, as our guest and you are doing such amazing work out there. And I want to thank you for being here today and, you know, share your expertise with us. And um, thank you again. Thank you for being here. Thank you. It's a pleasure.